welcome to the Wicked Good Momcast, a podcast for Boston moms by Boston moms. A space to hear stories from real moms, to celebrate the beauty of motherhood, and to normalize its challenges. Tune in while you fold laundry, commute to work or school, or get cozy after a long day in the trenches. Motherhood is hard, but it doesn't have to be lonely. You are a Wicked Good Mom. And now, here are your Wicked Good Momcast hosts, Megan and Shannon. Welcome back to the Wicked Good Momcast. Everyone likely knows that their child's school has a school counselor, but that doesn't necessarily mean we are utilizing this important tool. Today, we are talking to Boston Moms writer, local children's author, and school counselor, Cheryl Master Giovanni. We will hear exactly how school counselors like Cheryl can support our students and us as parents, and how the role may have evolved since we ourselves were in school. This is an important episode, and we are so glad that you are tuning in. Our guest today has been a Boston Moms contributing writer since 2020. You may have read her published children's book, Here We Go Bruins, Game Day in Boston. She has been a school counselor for over 20 years and currently works on staff at the Cambridge Matinon School. We are thrilled to welcome Cheryl to the show. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Cheryl, can you tell us a little bit about your current role as a school counselor? Sure. I'm so excited to be here tonight. So um, I guess I can start by saying I've been working as a school counselor for over 20 years. Hard to believe that. <laughs> um, most of my career, I worked in public education, but um, more recently, I've been at the Cambridge Matignon School, which is a small private school, and I absolutely love it there. Um, I have to say, like my job, no two days are the same, which is mm. really what makes my job an exciting and fulfilling um, job. You know, I'm I'm really fortunate. I have a small caseload at my school, and I'm really able to get to know my students on a personal level. Um, not all school counselors are as fortunate because some of them have really high caseloads. But um, yes. yeah, but I, I really absolutely love working with teenagers. You need a lot of patience and um, a sense of humor as well. <laughs> right, for sure. Now, what drew you to this field and this particular work? Well, I always knew that I wanted a career where I could help others. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just it's just in my nature, I guess. I'm just that kind of person. Um, I've also had an interest in psychology, which was one of my majors in college. So I have I had a lot of experience when I was younger working with kids, you know, throughout high school and college. I worked in summer camps and I, I just really enjoyed working with kids, but I knew I didn't really want to be a teacher either. Sure. Yeah. So I, I was really fortunate in high school that I had an amazing school counselor myself. So I think that kind of helped my decision thinking, wow, you know, she really helps a lot of people. And I would love to be able to do something like that. And I, I, love, and I that. love kids. Yeah. Oh, I think that's so important. And you're right. Like major difference between teachers and school counselors. And so we're going to dive into what that looks like even more. (laughs) But I love that you had kind of a role model um, and decided that you wanted to be in the same line of work. Oh, yeah. I I think my my counselor probably retired when she seemed to be about 80 years old. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'll last that long, but she was she was fantastic. (laughs) You had to really love your work to go that long. I know, right? What kind of support specifically do school school counselors provide? And let's you know keep in mind that support looks different for elementary versus middle versus high school. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we school counselors have so many different roles for sure. Um, and it definitely does vary depending on what grade level. So at high school, where I have most of my experience, um, school counselors have maybe three main areas that I can talk briefly about. So one would be academic counseling, one would be college and career counseling, and a third I would describe as maybe social emotional, which is more of a newer a newer part of our jobs. Mm-hmm. So um, just to tell you a little bit more in each area, so like academic counseling, we help students plan out what courses they should take through high school and help get them prepared for whatever they're planning to do after high school. Um, We go over credits. We help register new students. We we meet with students that might be struggling academically. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot, um, just a lot to do in that area itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Another another huge area is the college piece of it, too. So college counseling. uh, We just started our busy college application season with our seniors. So um, you know, we're really busy helping them fill out applications, um, apply to scholarships, build a list of colleges, and definitely writing a ton of recommendation letters right now, too, yeah, which is great. Yes. <laughs> now, with that, what do you think your favorite part about about being a school counselor is? There's so much that I love about my job. Um, I think getting to know my students on a personal level has always been really rewarding for me. Um, You know, I I work with the same students from grades nine through 12. So I really have that chance to see them grow. And, um, you know, they're such a different person in 12th grade as they were in ninth grade. So that's really rewarding to me, just seeing them get their diploma and and go off to college. And um, I think the personal relationships I have with my kids are so important to me, you know, like to them as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, just walking down the hallways in between classes, you know, I might see a student and say, hey, how'd your math test go today? Or, um, you know, how's your soccer game last night? Little things like that, I think, mean a lot to students, but also make my part of the job rewarding too. just like remembering little things about students. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, In a previous life before I had kids, Cheryl knows this. I was a school counselor, not school counselor, school social worker, but I worked very closely with our school counselors. And so number one, I can attest the work that you do. It is broad. It encompasses a lot, like a lot more than people would assume. Um, Counselors, there's a lot that you do behind like school testing. Um, It's just, (laughs) it's a lot that you're juggling. Oh, absolutely. I was just t- helping somebody open their locker today. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know, I do all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, I'm asking this question because it's something that I love to answer as a social worker. What yeah. misconceptions do people have about what you do? Yes, I think that's a great question. And um, I know, Shannon, that you know, because <laughs> you worked <laughs> in the field and you see what we do. But um, I, I think some people might just not realize how busy we are mm-hmm. during the day. Um, you know, my day goes from 730. The moment I come in, sometimes I have students right at my door in the morning. Maybe someone's having a bad day or they had a tough morning um, or they didn't get a good night's sleep the night before. So sometimes my day starts before I even get my coat off. Um, 
And, you know, obviously during college application season, we're really busy. And most people know that school counselors help with that. But I think, um, yeah, just every like all the little things we do that are more under the radar, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you'd never know that, like, in addition to helping students with college stuff um, on the same day, I might have been, you know, comforting a student that recently lost a grandparent or a pet or um, meeting with a student who might be homesick or or lonely or, you know, having personal personal issues with a friend um, or somebody that's really struggling in their classes and they can't keep up with their schoolwork. So there's so much day-to-day little things like that that I think most people don't realize um, exactly how busy we are. And even our headmaster came in um, recently and, and he came in where my other coworker and I are, were working and he saw how busy it is. And this is the head of school and he's saying, I never knew how busy you guys were all day. But, um, you know, that's what makes the job fun and interesting. Well, and you think about it, <clears throat> excuse me, as someone who is there to support students. I mean, I think about my own kids and how many different needs they have throughout the day. And then you times that by a whole school full and you are there to support all of those students and whatever their needs are. Yes. That's a big task. And that is going to have you going a million different directions every single day. Oh, absolutely. It makes the day go by fast. But right? yeah, yes. sometimes, you know, my head can be spinning some days thinking, wow, you know, there's so much that we do. And just even talking about it tonight, I think, yeah, I, I'm pretty busy. <laughs> right. I love that. And I feel like sort of looping back to, you know, what you think is the, your favorite part and what misconceptions there are about your workload and things like that. I think it's really important to sort of draw attention to the fact that a school counselor, just like a really great teacher can like make or break a student's experience um, and being able to sort of help guide them, especially to like post, you know, secondary education, what's going to be right for them. You have, mm-hmm. you hold a fair amount of power there and you, you know, what you're oh, doing absolutely. is really, really important, obviously for seniors and, and younger. Um, right. But I think like, I think sometimes, you, you know, you're the unsung heroes of a, of a student figuring out what they want to do for the rest of their lives and taking that next step to get there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or even, um, you know, can be the difference between a student dropping out of high school or not, Mm -hmm. you know, if they feel supported. It's just so important that a student has somebody in the building that they feel like they can go to, um, you know, whether it be a teacher or a counselor or a coach. But um, yeah, I think that is such a rewarding part of the job or, you know, maybe have a student um, like a former graduate that you know, emails me a couple years later to say, hey, you know, without you, I wouldn't have looked at this school or I wouldn't have looked at this career. And, um, you know, that's such a rewarding thing when, you know, former students say, you know, you did make a difference. And Mm -hmm. that makes me feel good, too, of course. Love that. Now, how has the role of school counselor evolved since we ourselves were in school? Because I think a lot of our listeners here are going to be thinking like, this sounds a little different than my experience. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. I, w- I was lucky that I had a good experience with my counselor. But um, I think for one, the, the title of our jobs has um, evolved a little bit. So traditionally, um, we were referred to as guidance counselors. Mm-hmm. And that term's actually a little outdated now, I guess. So, you know, now we're because our role is such a broad role, you know, our our title has become more school counselor or college and school counselor. And I think that that better covers the scope of our jobs. Um, But, you know, I always seem to have conversations with somebody who 
once they find out what I do, they say, oh, I never even knew my counselor in high school. And, you know, that makes me sad because maybe, you know, years ago, you really didn't go to your counselor unless you were applying to college. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I don't think my students would say that about me, that they never got to know their counselor. But um, I think because our role has changed so much um, that, you know, we are somebody that you don't just see for for college applications, but we're so much more than that. And um, I think also, like, especially during COVID, during the pandemic, like our roles changed a lot because we had just so many students that were struggling more with just their own mental health issues and anxiety that, um, you know, our roles have, have changed quite a bit, just even the course of the pandemic. Sure. Right. Right. Well, and I would fall, I was thinking I would fall in that group of high schoolers who didn't really know their school counselor. I think mm-hmm. all I utilized her for was my new schedule every semester, like getting exactly. my credits and that type of thing. So <laughs> yeah, I love hearing that, you know, school counselors are are having more of a presence and a voice in the student body. I think that's so important. And then yeah. this is just, this is kind of funny. I was thinking also my only elementary school memory of my school counselor was they would they would come in with like the cart, like roll the TV cart in with the VCR and they would play videos like every week about stuff we shouldn't do. So I remember there was like a very traumatic video we watched on like gang violence and basically (laughs) scaring us not to uh participate in that type of stuff. So oh, that's funny. Yeah. When I wrote that question, it was just kind of bringing back like what <laughs> school counseling was in the nineties for me. Um, so. Yeah. So they, they like to elicit fear out of people. Right. <laughs> so, I don't do way. that. I don't do that at all. <laughs> oh, I know. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, as a mom yourself and I'm, you know, keeping this very general, we don't need any personal details, but how have you utilized your son's school counselor? Yeah, I think at my school, they actually um, are not fortunate to have school counselors, but they do have, Mm -hmm. um, at my son's elementary school, they have two great social workers there. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, their roles are a little bit different, but at at his elementary school, they actually have a great um, SEL, social emotional learning curriculum. So they go into the classes and they plan lessons with the kids. And I think that's been wonderful. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't had personal interaction with the social workers, but, you know, they do lesson plans with all the students that are so important. Just, um, you know, things like recognizing your feelings and expressing your feelings and um, learning about what empathy is and how to be assertive, you know, topics like that. And I think at that elementary level, that's just so important um, in addition to learning your basic, you know, math and English and science. But, um, you know, there are lessons that at an early age can be so crucial for, for these kids. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like having that like social emotional learning and the opportunity to say like, these are, these things are normal and this is how you should behave as a good citizen and things like that without having that scary TV wheeled in. Right. And they're (laughs) so powerful. That's such a huge difference. I never had any social emotional training as a child. So I'm very grateful. Yeah. That we've come this far. Yes, absolutely. That it's it's actually a lot of elementary schools have it as part of their curriculum, either with teachers or with the school social workers, which I think is huge. And um, yeah, I totally wish I had something like that when I was eight years old. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) 
Now, what do you wish that parents better understood about your role and the role of counselors at their child's school? Yeah, you know, it almost would be cool if a parent could spend a day with a school counselor and yeah, see what right. we do all day, you know. Um, but I, I think that that parents should know that we're advocates for your children. So, you know, we really do want to make your child's school experience as rewarding as possible. Um and we can be a great resource for anything school related, you know, whether your child's doing great and loving school or whether your child is is struggling to get into school every day. You know, we see we see all different um, all different situations, you know, and, and we might not always have immediate answers or solutions, but we certainly will work hard to just help your child be successful and, um, you know, and enjoy their their school experience. Before Shannon asks this next question, I have a I have a precursor question. <laughs> sure. I am wondering, so like I I completely agree, like to be able to sort of I think this is enlightening even for me, and I feel like I have a, a pretty good grasp on what school counselors do and what I can expect, you know, my child's counselor to be avail- available available for rather. Um, right. But I'm wondering if it's I think sometimes I know a lot of this is sort of taken as like it's your job and you're going to see, you know, you have a caseload that you feel like you can manage now and those students are yours to care for and to make sure they're getting what they need. Um, But do you feel like having parent involvement, like somebody calling you directly is helpful or a hindrance? I think it's definitely helpful. I think there are always parents who might call a little bit too much, but not because of like, if they have questions, I'm happy to have any calls or emails. But on the other hand, you don't, especially at the high school level, you don't want to be that parent that does everything for their kid because then, you know, your child is graduating and doesn't know how to do anything for themselves. So, you know, you you obviously want to encourage as a parent, you want to encourage independence. But if you're calling saying, oh, well, my son really wants to change his his elective, you know, he doesn't really want art, but he'd rather take computers. Well, that's great, but I'd rather have your son come in and tell me that, Yeah, you know? So, um, so in that respect, we definitely want to encourage students to be advocates for themselves, um, and not have their parents do all those steps for them. But on the other hand, anytime parents have questions, uh, we would welcome that, you know, even if they're not sure who to ask at the school, you know, we're often a good starting point. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about episode one that we did this season. Um, It was all about like how to find a mom village Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and creating a mom village. And I think that your role is actually a very important part of our village. I think initially it's easy to think like, oh, my friends and my family are my village. But I know in my school experience, um, we always try to provide a wraparound approach is what we would call it. So getting the coaches involved, teachers that were important in that student's life, the school counselor and friends and family and community, church, you know, whatever, because the more people from all walks of this student's life that they have supporting them, the better off they are going to be in the long run. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, parents can be scared, too, with their students in high school because, you know, it just means that their child is growing up and yeah. pretty soon will be going off to college. And that's a really scary thing for parents. So I think, um, you know, if we can reassure parents that we will work with your child, we will be there for you and your family throughout the whole process. 
um, it, you know, we try to put parents' minds at ease a little bit that, you know, they're in good hands and, you know, even if they don't talk to you at home, they'll talk to us at school (laughs) and, uh, you know, we'll try to help them. But, you know, I think going through high school, even starting as a freshman in high school, it can be scary for a parent too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so I'm important. pretty scared. I'm I'm oh, years same. away and I'm pretty scared. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm scared about like fifth grade. I yeah. can't even. Like... <laughs> I know, right? Like you don't want time to go by no. too fast, but it does, unfortunately. It does. <laughs> well, maybe outside of the college aspect, uh, maybe for some of our parents of younger kids, what benefit does being in communication with our student school counselor provide to us as parents? Yeah, I think um, students don't always bring home information from school about important things as as they should be. But, um, you know, sometimes parents will say, oh, I didn't know the PSATs were next week because my child never told me. Or, you know, I didn't know that, um, you know, parent night is coming up. So a lot of times, you know, kids just don't tell their parents what's going on. And that's pretty normal for teenagers anyway. Um, So, you know, we definitely welcome emails or calls about anything a parent might have questions about, you know, no question is a silly one. And, um, you know, we always encourage parents reach out anytime. Um, We have a lot of great resources for parents. And I think sometimes parents feel like, oh, I don't, I don't want to bother you with a silly question, but it's really not a silly question. So, you know, we just want to encourage parents that your child doesn't have to be having any problems for you to reach out to us. We're here for, for anything. I love that. Now, a follow-up question to that for any parents who are listening who are about to embark on college application season or are there now what advice do you have for those who are in the thick of it yes we're just getting started with that with our seniors now um i think the best advice that i i give to students as well as parents is uh for parents like not to compare your child to anyone else's mm-hmm. i feel like every student is in such a different place in the college process. You know, some of them have almost done with their college applications and then some of them haven't even gone to visit a school yet. So everybody's in a different place. And I tell parents, don't worry about where your child is in that process because that's our job as counselors to, to meet them wherever they are in the process. And sure. Um, you know, we tell that to students too. Don't worry about what your friends are doing. Focus on yourself because everyone's in a different, a different part of that process. So we would encourage that to parents too, that, you know, don't worry if, if your kid is not done with their essay by next Monday or they're not, you know, they don't have their applications done yet. You know, that's our job to, to meet with our kids and check in with our students and, and help them in the process. So I actually... That really ties into something that I had my eyes open to this week, and it has to do with we live in beautiful New England in the fall, and I'm already starting to watch some of the trees change their foliage color. And it occurred to me, I mean, there's still like a lot of green patches, but you have some of the trees that have already matured to the point that the leaves are changing color. Um but you know that the other trees are going to do the same. They're mm. they're all going to end up in the same place. And the same thing in the spring. Some of the trees are going to get buds before the others do, but you know they're all going to bloom. And when I had that realization, I mean, it helped me thinking about like some stuff that my kids are going through, but I think it also applies to your profession. And I mean, to all parents that everybody is going to, like you're saying, like 
do things at a different time. None of us are going to do things on the same timeline, but that's Mm -hmm. okay. We're going to end up where we're supposed to be. That's perfectly said. That's how I feel. You know, they will all bloom in one way or another and at one time and another, whenever they're ready. And every, every child is an individual, unique student. So I think that was just perfectly said. Sounds like we have a new motherhood manifesto. No, I've really been thinking about these trees. (laughs) (laughs) That was a beautiful analogy. That was beautiful. (laughs) Well, just this year, Cheryl has written two very important articles. The first titled Thank a School Counselor and the second called College Application Season, which was just published on bostonmoms.com a few weeks ago. Uh, We will link both of these articles for anyone who wants to hear more from Cheryl on these topics. Cheryl, at the end of every show, we ask our guests the same question. What are you loving about raising a family in the Boston area? That is such a great question. Um, As sad as I am that summer is over, I do love the fall. Um, Fall soccer season is one of my favorite Mm -hmm. things. You know, the weather's so great and I'm coaching my son's team, but I also play. Um, So just fall soccer season. It's one of my favorite things. And then of course we do have hockey season starting up. So I'm really excited. You know, I can't wait to get back to the Bruins games and can you tell that we're a big sports family? (laughs) Yeah. I think no matter what season it is though, in Boston, there's always something great to do. Well, Cheryl, thank you so much for joining us on this episode tonight. Listeners, We hope that this episode has been informative and that you're already feeling more supported in your child's education. Like we always say, motherhood is hard, but it doesn't have to be lonely. We have more new episodes coming soon, so be sure to subscribe and leave us a positive review wherever you stream your podcasts. This is your reminder that you are a wicked good mom.